What is government? Government input identity, number one. Government input identity. I have a man who was a salesman in America. He sells computer hardware. He goes to people's houses. They look at him from the lens of their door. Once they see him, they refuse to open the door. They never open the door. And he now asked me, I said, there are two things working against you there. One, you are a black man. Two, they are not properly dressed. Go and get a three-piece suit and put it on. Go back tomorrow. And he did so. The first house he went, he pressed the bell. Within two minutes, they opened. He said he had been to that house five times before. He had been to that same house to sell his underwear five times before. They never opened the door. When they look through the lens, they see him shabbily dressed. They just off the, the, the ringing into their house until their shore is gone. They will never open that door. What am I saying? I'm talking about the importance of garments. The importance of garments. Somebody said that. How important that garments are. The way you are dressed is the way you are going to be addressed. I take it again. The way you are dressed is the way you are going to be addressed. Garment input identity. Number two, garment input authority. Garment input authority. Many times, there are places we go into, we have to put on ecclesiastical garment. The treatment we'll get if we go to the same place with an ordinary casual garment is not the same. Many times I've been to very wonderful government functions. They don't even know I'm coming. But because I'm wearing the bishopric garment, they go and tell the person there is an important person in this hall waiting to see you. I'm talking about the importance of garments. Garment input identity, number one. Number two, garment defines authority. Number three, garment attracts opportunity. Garment attracts opportunity. There's a man now in government here in Lagos. He's not a Yoruba man. He's a Yoruba man, Joe Igokwe. It was in Abuja he met Tinubu. Why? What brought him out was the kind of suit he was wearing. He never met him for life. That suit was just unique. The man said, can I see that man? That was all. The dress he wore. This morning, God will change your garments. I said, God will change your garments. When Joshua stood before the Lord, Satan was his right hand, and he put on him a filthy garment. When you wear a filthy garment, God will not even hear you. People don't know that there are things they can do on you, you come and pray. You pray from today till next year. God will not listen to your prayer. Because of the garment enemy has put on you, he has put on you, he said, when they cry unto the Lord, in fact, they do a charm against them. They say, this person, wherever he go, may he not see solution. Even though he cry unto the Lord, Psalm 2, even let the Lord, let, no, let nobody hear him. There are garments that come on you. When these garments come on you, the garments create a barrier in your life. This morning, any garment working against your destiny is going down today. I said it's going down today. He said, and they put on him a filthy garment and an angel to remove the garments. Today, any garment on you is going away. I said, any garment on you is going away. Many people are wearing rags in the spirit. 
they are properly dressed physically, but in spirit they are wearing rags. So spiritually, when an angel is coming to them, he sees the rag, he leaves. Because there's a rag. Some they are wearing dirty clothes. Some they are wearing clothes smeared with something dirty. There was a man who drives taxi. For many years, he makes no cobble. He borrows money to put fuel in his taxi. By the time he comes back to the house, they will ask him, where is the money you borrowed in the morning to buy fuel? He will start begging until the thing became so serious for him. Then I was in the plaza. He became so serious, so somebody gave him our address in the plaza. And one of his daughters said, I know the place. God knows how to work things. And that is the same doctor that was behind his problem. The same doctor behind his problem was the doctor who said, I know that place. And both of them came. By the time we began to pray, we prayed first for the daughter. She started confessing that she rubbed shit on the taxi, on the body of the taxi. You see a taxi coming, you see shit all over. Will you stop that taxi? Will you stop that taxi? So he will drive throughout Lagos. What cobble he will not get? Because they have cloaked his taxi. They have cloaked his business with their filthy garment. Can you rise up right now? See, every filthy garment. Operating in my destiny. Catch fire now. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Every filthy garment operating in my destiny. Operating in my home. Operating in my life. Just catch fire. Every filthy garment. Yes, every filthy garment. Every filthy garment. Yes, every filthy garment. Every filthy garment. In Jesus' name we pray. Sit down. Please be ready to pray this morning. Be ready to pray. Be ready to really pray this morning. See, garments could either be good garments or bad garments. Your garment bring you favor. Your garment can bring you disfavor. I took a homeless man to a restaurant in America. I wanted to feed him. And they told me, the person that follow you cannot enter this restaurant. He will remain outside. Whatever you want to buy for him, you go get it. I bring it out to him and get it. I took him to a flea market. There's a flea market in America where you buy clothes as cheap as one dollar. You buy these clothes, they're new, very new, very new. Now you buy them with what? Just one dollar top, one dollar trouser, one dollar shoe, and he wore it. We go back to the same place, they welcome, they shaked him, they welcomed him to come in. The same place he has been denied entry. After your garments is changed this morning, where they have told you no, they will tell you yes. Where they have told you no before, they will tell you yes. Where they have told you no before, they will tell you yes. Your garment is spiritual. The garments you are wearing in the spirit determine how well you will succeed. We have different kinds of spiritual garments. Number one, we have garments of rejection. Garment of rejection. Whenever you go, they will reject you. You are wearing that garment, go anywhere, they will reject you. Because there's a garment of rejection. Number two, we have garment of condemnation. You do good, they condemn you. You do bad, they condemn you. Anything you do, they will condemn it. Because there's a garment of condemnation. Number three, garment of filthiness. Ugly garments. It makes people who don't want to run away from you. 
The next one is garment of hatred. Hatred garment is a very bad garment. Garment of hatred. You go to a place, you are coming for the first time. Lady told me when she takes her son into a bus in America, everybody leaves the seat the boy is staying and they go to another seat. In the school, the same thing. He sits in a row in the school, everybody leaves that seat for him. If there is, is a party, the boy sits there, everybody leaves the row for him. Now listen, they don't know him. Listen, they are not offended there, but there is a garment of hatred. There is a filthy garment of hatred on him. The next one is the garment of trouble. A man was being disturbed in his workplace. Everybody hated him. People are troubling him. He decided to leave that job. He resigned. And he went to buy Okada to start machine business. The first day he went to start, a woman came with police and pointed him that this is the Okada man who snatched my bag. Everybody was saying, no, this man just started work today. He just registered here today. He had not been here before in his life. The woman said, no, this is your Okada who snatched my bag. Garment of trouble. That was why he find himself in prison on something he never did because he had in him the garment of trouble. The next one is garment of sickness. You move from one sickness to the other. You are handling one sickness, another one will appear. It's a garment of sickness. The next, other one is garment of untimely death. That garment come on people and their life will be short. There's also garment of affliction. What does it do? Garment of affliction brings sickness and hardship. If you are wearing garment of affliction, you will always be seeing sickness, suffering, hardship. All your life, you will just be seeing suffering. Suffering, suffering is a garment, garment of affliction. Number two, garment of shame. Garment of shame brings humiliation. Wherever you go, people will humiliate you. They will look down on you. They will just get you humiliated. Let's go to the Bible and see what it says there. Job 30 verse 1, Mark 10 verse 5. Garment of shame. Let's see what it says. Job 30 verse 18, Mark 10 5. Let's go there. Let's go there quickly. Let's go there quickly. Are you there? You can read for us. Job 31, 18. By the grace of my mm -hmm. is my mm. Can you come again? Come again, come again. By the grace of my mm -hmm. is my mm -hmm. Stop there. He said because of his distress, they changed his garment to a garment of distress. Garments are very important. Let's also see garment of poverty. Let's go to Mark first. Let's see Mark 10 5 before we go to that. Jesus answered mm -hmm. and said unto them, uh -huh. For the hardness of their heart, he wrote you this precept. Mm -hmm. But from the beginning of the Mark, book of Mark. Yes, Mark. Okay. Now let's quickly see garment Mark 10, chapter 10, verse 5. Are you there? Okay. Are you in five? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Let's quickly see the garment of poverty. It makes you beggarly. It makes you not to succeed. Can you rise up right now? Place your hand on your shoulder. Say every garment of poverty. Place on me. 
Psalm 69 verse 10. Can you go there? Psalm 69 verse 10. You can read it there. Psalm 69 verse 10. Garment of infirmity. Let's get there quickly and see what it says about the garment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm, reproach. They put on him a reproach. They allow reproach upon him. They use a reproach on him. This morning, we are going to pray. We are going to pray. But listen to this. You see, garments work in different ways. There are garments around an individual. There are garments around individual, a person. Number two, there are garments around families. Family garments. You see, in the family, the same pattern. Something begins to happen. The same pattern is the family garment. Number three, garments around a community. Number four, garment around a nation. A nation. Isaiah 25, 7. Let's go there. Isaiah 25, verse 7. Let's go there quickly. Garment around a nation. Isaiah 25, verse 7 to 8. You can read it there. Isaiah 25, verse 7. Mm-hmm. Stop there. It's a veil over nations. A whole nation. They put a veil on the nation. And the veil cover them. And the veil hold them down. A veil can be over a person. A veil can be over a family. A veil can be over a community. A veil can just be over a state. Can be over a nation. I went to a state one time to do family liberation. At the gate of the village, there was a woman who was beggarly. It's the woman they use as the image that welcome you into the city. And I wonder why the city was full of beggars. Because already they use a beggar image at their entrance to their village. Symbols are very powerful. This morning we're going to pray. I want you to get ready your seed. Get ready your garments. And come quickly. Come with it quickly. Get ready your seed. You get an envelope shared to you. Get ready your seed. Get ready your garment, your whole garment. Come quickly to the front. I just kneel down here, wherever you are. Just quickly take a step. Get ready your seed. They will share the envelopes. Get ready your seed. And also get ready your garment. Get ready the seed. And also get ready the garment. An old garment you don't use again. Get your seed ready. Get your garment ready.
says, Father, this morning, what I need to know, open my eyes, why the world suffers, I will not suffer. In the times of famine, I shall be satisfied. That is the promise. That is the promise. Raise up your hands and begin to declare. In the times of famine, I shall be satisfied. In the times of famine, I shall be satisfied. In the times of famine, I shall be satisfied. Oh yes, begin to declare that. Begin to declare that I shall be satisfied. I shall be satisfied. I shall be satisfied. I shall be satisfied. In Jesus' name we pray. Say in this service today. Send your servant to me. In this service today. Send your servant to me. Open your mouth and just pray that prayer. Oh, send your servant to me. Send your servant to me. Yes. Send your servant to me. In Jesus' name we pray. Be seated. Father, the hour has come. As we go into your word this morning, let there be divine illumination. For those who are joining us from other platforms, let the Spirit reach out to everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Be seated. Tell the neighbor you're welcome this morning. Tell the neighbor you're welcome this morning. Uh, we're entering what I call the discovery service from this Sunday. We're entering what I call discovery service from this Sunday. I'll be speaking on the mystery of the staff of bread. The mystery of the staff of bread. Let's quickly go to Exodus 23, verse 25. Can you go there if you read? Exodus 23, verse 25 and 26. Understanding the mystery of the staff of bread. Are you there? Yeah. And ye shall serve the Lord your God. That's right. And he shall bless the bread and the water. Stop there. He said, when you serve God, God will bless your bread and your water. Nobody can serve God. And God will not bless you. I have not seen that happen. The psalmist said, now I'm old. Since I was born, I have not seen the righteous forsaken. I have not seen a seed begging bread. Look at what he said there. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. Can you go ahead there? And I will take, this, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Stop there. You see, when you follow after God, it's not only God blessing your bread and water. No. He said, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. I will take sickness. I tell people that healing is not for believers. Healing is not for believers. Healing is for those who have not yet believed. The believer is supposed to walk in health. You are supposed to walk in sound health. You don't need healing. You are supposed to walk in health. Can you go ahead? There shall not be cast Mm -hmm. not be buried mm -hmm. in the land. Mm -hmm. The number of their days I will fulfill. Stop there. He said, the numbers of your days I will fulfill. It means this year you will not die another person's death. Amen. I didn't hear you, man. Amen. You will not die another person's death. Amen. 
In many accidents that happen, is it plane crash, is it vehicle? They were only looking for one person. Because of that person, because you happen to be around that person. That is why that problem came to you. You are not the one they are looking for. There was a time I was in a bus from Oshodi. We are going to the island. A vehicle, the vehicle lost brake. And it was going into the lagoon. We are watching lagoon. People were already shouting. I was in there. I stood up. I said, please, everybody be calm. Nothing will happen to this vehicle. Nothing will happen to this vehicle. Everybody be calm. I just as if they poured ice water on people who were already scared, who were already seeing jets. Then the, the, it was a big moonway. It heated the rain, the rain on the third mainland. Rain. It heated the rain, and the rain pushed it back. It's not normal. Not a small vehicle. As big as the motorway is. He heated that rail, the rail threw it back. Then we didn't go into the lagoon. Then by the time we now, people now start coming down. Everybody came around me and they held me. In fact, you couldn't see me again in the midst of the way people, you know, and I will say there is a woman here that three days before now, you were also going on this journey. You had this same experience, you almost died. You are the one they are looking for in this vehicle, carrying about 60 people, but you alone are the one they are looking for. And because of you, everybody would have died. There's nobody there who could go higher than the power of the enemy. Everybody there would have died, but they were looking for just one person. Can you rise up and pray this prayer? Say, Father, may I not die another person's death? This year, if evil is ahead, I want to be behind. If evil is behind, I want to be ahead. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Yes, open your mouth and pray that prayer. I will not die another person's death. I will not die another person's death. I will not die another person's Yes. 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 I will not die another person's
satisfy me early. Satisfy me early. This year, let my enemy not steal my staff of bread. Let them not steal my staff of bread. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Let my enemy not steal my staff of bread. 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 Yes. 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 If the enemy tampers with your staff of bread, nothing will come to you. There are people, a lady told me whenever she gets a job, that if she stayed in the job for a month, they won't pay her. The people will look for an excuse why they won't pay her. When she keeps on working there and she gets tired of them not paying her, she will leave. For some, they will send her away over a flimsy excuse. It has been like that since she finished secondary school. Till 10 years after, she never walked anywhere and get a kobo. Sometimes also, I was in the U.S. One of Osadebe's children, where many of them there in the U.S., he came to a meeting like this, and during the prayers, we dragged them out and said, any job you have ever done, they don't pay you. And he's a very good motor mechanic there in the U.S. He will do a vehicle. The vehicle will be good. When it's time to pay him, they will tell him, nothing for you. And he would say, didn't I do the job well? He said, we did the job well. You did the job well, but I've got no dime to give you. When it began to happen over and over, he now knew something was wrong. How can I do a job well? They said, go and call the police. Go and call the cops. I won't pay you a dime. It began to happen to him. Until later, we have to let him know that the enemy have stolen a staff of bread. If enemy steal your staff of bread, any means through which you are getting money to eat will become difficult because your staff of bread have been stolen. Here the Bible says, I will bless your bread and your water. When God blesses your staff of bread, you will multiply. But if your bread is not blessed, you will be struggling. I've, told, I've seen people, I tell many times, it's not just the country. Sometimes because people whose staff of bread is broken, they travel to Europe, many places, the same suffer. They suffer in Nigeria. They suffer the same suffer there. They will not be clear. Say, ah, everything is available here. If you if you go out in the morning, I told somebody I met in the US, he'd been there for over a year. He has not gotten a job. I said, why? I said, even while I am visiting, when I walk on the road, people ask me, black man, do you want a job? He said, yeah. you have not seen anything like that in the last one year he has been here. Why? They stop you on the road. I said, do you want something to do? But because a staff of bread has been broken, nobody shows him mercy. Nobody wants to help him. If you always see that in your life it's difficult for you to allow things multiply and go well, something is wrong. 
your staff of bread might have been broken or stolen. Can you rise up and pray this prayer? Say, any man or woman, holding my staff of bread, I am the owner. Release it to me now. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. people visit you or somebody who is evil visits you how you will know is that when you give the baby to that person the first place the baby will the person will go to is the head say bon boy how are you they are trying to steal the stack of bread everybody is born with a stack of bread but some people their own is attacked even while they were three months old or one month old enemy attack their stack of bread on their head and once your stack of bread has been attacked exchange or stolen you will struggle through life you will struggle through life i met a couple in in u.s in queens in the u.s they have a child about 12 years old they said even when the child was a baby no no place where they keep children no no nanny agreed to keep that child till he became 11 and 12. when he enters a bus people will leave his seat and go to another one that is how the boy looks. When he sits down, people will leave the chair. They will empty. If it's only his own chair remaining by his side, remaining empty, people will prefer to stand. People will prefer to stand than to sit by him. Many don't know what is happening. His staff of bread have been stolen. Can you rise up? Place your hand on your head. Say, Oh my destiny. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Wherever they are hitting you, come out now. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Come out now. Yes, come out now. Yes, come out now. Yes, come out now. Come out now. Yes, come out now. Yes. What do you need to know about the staff of bread? Number one, your staff of bread can be broken. Let's see what the Bible says. I want to take the Bible. Let's see what the Bible says about your staff of bread being broken. Leviticus 26. Let's go there. Leviticus 26, verse 25, 26. Let's go there. Are you there? You can read. And I will bring the sword upon you. Uh huh. That shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. That's right. And when you you get a gathered together mm-hmm. into your cities, uh-huh. I will send the pestilence among you. Continue. And ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. Continue. And when I have broken the staff of your bread. Stop there. You see, when I have broken the staff of your bread, what will happen? Can you go ahead? Ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, mm-hmm. and they shall deliver you, deliver you your bread again by weight. Stop there. You see, what is meant to come to you, others will get it. 
because your staff of bread has been broken. Many people, what is fighting them is not the economy. No. Something is wrong. Somebody has somewhere manipulated their life. Taking their staff of bread. Number one, your staff of bread can be taken from you. Leviticus 26, 25, 26. Let's quickly see Psalm 105, 16. Let's go there. Psalm 105, 16. Your staff of bread can be taken from you. Let's go there quickly. Psalm 105, verse 16. Let's go there quickly. Moreover, uh-huh. he caught for a family upon the land. Mm-hmm. He break the whole staff of bread. Stop there. He said, when God wants something to be difficult in a city, there is a staff of bread over that city. He breaks it. When he breaks the staff of bread, things become difficult. Now, every a city has a staff of bread. Everybody has your own staff of bread. Even a small child has his own staff of bread. Everybody has his own staff. When it's broken, you won't get any good coming to you. Can you rise up and pray this prayer? Say, oh my staff of bread. Oh my staff of bread. In this city of Lagos. May you not be attacked. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Your staff of bread over the city of Lagos. Don't be attacked. Let my staff not be attacked. Yes. Let's see Psalm 105, 16. You can read it with there. Psalm 105, 16. Okay, okay, stop there. Ezekiel 14, 13. Ezekiel 14, 13. Staff of bread can be broken. Can be broken by the enemy. Let's go there. Ezekiel 14, verse 13. Son yeah. of man, uh-huh. when the land sinned against me, uh-huh. my trespassing grievously. That's right. Then, I, then will I stretch out my mm-hmm. hand upon it, mm-hmm. and will break the staff of the bread. Stop there. Stop there. When a nation, a city, want to get punishment, a city have its own staff. Everybody have your own staff of bread. If enemy locate your own and break it, you will struggle and not get anything. You will try and try. You won't see anything because your staff of bread has been broken. Number one, staff of bread can be broken. Number two, it can be taken away from you. Some enemy, they will not break it because if they break, you can go and repair it. You can pray and it will repair back. They will not only break it, they will take it away. Let's see Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1. Let's go there. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1. They will take away the staff of bread. Can you quickly go there? Isaiah 3, verse 1. For behold, the Lord, the Lord, uh-huh. of whom. Jerusalem and from Judah, mm-hmm. the stay and the star, mm-hmm. the host of bread, mm-hmm. and the host of water, mm-hmm. the mighty man and the man of war. Stop there. He said, don't take away from Jerusalem their staff of bread. Can you rise up right now? Raise up your hand. Say, oh God, oh God. whoever has taken my staff of bread, the owner has come. Let them return it to me. Open your mouth and pray. Huh? My staff of bread. My staff of bread. Pray your staff of bread. Your wife's staff of bread. Your husband's staff of bread. Your children's staff of bread. 
number one, it can be broken. Number two, it can be taken away. Number three, it can be destroyed. Let's see quickly. Ezekiel 4, 16. Ezekiel 5, 16. Let's go there. Ezekiel 5, 16. Ezekiel 4, 16. Any of them? Ezekiel 5, 16. Uh-huh. When I shall send upon them the evil arrows of famine. That's right. Which shall be for their destruction. Mm-hmm. And which I will send to destroy you. Mm-hmm. I will increase the famine upon you. Mm-hmm. And will break your staff of bread. Okay. 5, 16. 5, 16. Okay, read 4, 16. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, mm-hmm. behold, I will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem. And it shall eat bread by weight. Stop there. See, he said, when you break the sack of bread, people will begin to measure food to eat. They will start measuring. They will measure. They will measure food to eat. Many don't understand. You see, when people are saying there was hardship, some of us who have been around for long, we laugh. In the last time this president ruled in 83, we had to line up to buy provision. You want to buy sugar. You can't get sugar anywhere. You have to line up. You form a line. Because he said nobody should sell sugar more than 10 naira a packet. Many people could not afford to do that. He said if they catch you selling sugar, packet of sugar, more than 10 naira, a whole packet, you are going to prison. So if you want to now buy it at that 10 naira, you have to go to a line. You know, so things were being measured. People were eating food by measurements. You may have money to buy a 10 bag of rice. They say, no, every family can only buy one. Yeah, you can buy, you cannot buy. Yeah, they were measuring. They were measuring because something has happened. Some of bread has been broken, destroyed. Number one, let's say, stuff of bread can be broken. Two, it can be taken. Three, it can be destroyed. Four, it can be rendered useless. Some people, they are some enemy have rendered their staff of bread useless. They can move from one business to the other. You'll be looking at them, laughing at them. Today, you are here. He laughs. Do another business. He laughs. Any business they put their hand, once they put their hand there, it failed. Once it's their own turn to put their hand, that business will just fail. Because their staff of bread have been rendered useless. You know, it can also be made inferior. That is, what you are doing, people will not look at this, that it's not good. You buy from the same place with your neighbor. They touch your own goods. They say, ah, this is, this is fake. And they buy from your neighbor. They say it's good. And two of you buy from the same supplier. Why did they see your own? Time of bread has been made inferior. So whatever you do, people will see as being inferior. Because type of bread has been made in fear. Type of bread affects your destiny. You must know that this morning. It affects your destiny. It can darken your destiny, number one. Number two, it can steal your destiny. Number three, it can be made to, you know, to bow before other staff. Your staff should not bow before other staff. If your staff bow before other staff spiritually, you can't start anything on your own. It will work because your staff is bowing. If your staff is the one that stands alone, I told somebody recently, I said, no, you can't work for anybody. Your staff don't bow. So if you get there, you have problem. You will have problem. There are staffs that stand on their own. There are staff that bow. There are staff that reflect on other people. So we have staff that work like that. So a, a staff can be badly held down 
can be badly pulled down by enemy. It, it can be made useless. It can be manipulated. Can you rise up right now? Raise your hand up. Say, Father, any power that want to manipulate my stack of bread, I bring you down today. Open your mouth and pray. Any power that want to manipulate my stack of bread, open your mouth and begin to pray. and you come back empty-handed. Enemies have manipulated your staff of bread. Bible said in every business there's profit. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord. any power, power. trying to make my hand useless. I am against you today. Against Open you. your mouth and pray. Ah, any power trying to make my hands to be useless. Oh yes, I break the power. I break the power. Yes. Yes. your hand on the ground. See, I declare, my staff of bread shall rise again. It will rise again. Open your mouth and begin to pray. My staff of bread will rise again. Yes. Yes. In Jesus' name of prayer. Listen, see, anybody who have my staff of bread. Lose it now. Psalm to protect yourself of bread from being manipulated. Number two, use you know the blood of Jesus over your hands. Every morning, use the blood. Your sin to my hands and use the blood over you. Because you see, if your hands is attacked, there are people, their hands give them a million naira. 
ask of the money after seven days, you will hear stories. Give them 10 million. Ask of the money after two weeks, you will hear MM, you will hear story. Why? They are carrying a hand that has been destroyed. Bible says, may your hands be sufficient for you. Amen. If has, no matter the amount that comes in, it will go. Because the hands have been attacked. Because the hands have been dealt with by the enemy. So always use the blood over your hands. Some people think, oh, you are said, they come and buy something from you. That money they use, they have soaked it somewhere. And once the money touch your hand, your hands begin to lose money. Money will no longer stay in your hands. Things will begin to happen. Losses will begin to happen. So what do you do? Use the blood of Jesus. Don't allow people badmouth your business. Some of you say, this kind of business doesn't work. And you keep quiet. You are a fool. And this kind of, they bring bad mouth. No, tell the business your own. There are things you don't keep quiet over. They might have put something in their mouth to speak your business down and you keep quiet. Don't let people badmouth your destiny. And this thing you want to do will not work. <laughs> say, no, it's your own that will not work. My own will work. In fact, you don't allow. It's the Bible saying, everything that rises against you in judgment, he said, you shall. What he said, you. It's you that will come. God will not do it for you. Everything that rises against you, it is you that is going to condemn. Can you place your hand on the ground right now? Say, every tongue that risen against my life, that risen against my destiny, type of bread alive. I told you number one, what to do number one. I told you safeguard it with the, uh, the, uh, the with prayers. Number two, use the blood of Jesus over your staff of bread. Number three, don't allow people to badmouth your business or what you do. Number four, be hopeful. Be always hopeful. If you are when when people come around me and they start being negative, I start avoiding them. If I said I stop taking this call, I say no, you are getting too negative about your own life, not me. But when you talk about yourself, you are just negative. So I stop, I stop hearing from you because you're always speaking negativity. Listen to this. Hope is the antiseptic of the soul. To him that is joined to the living, there is hope. Once you are alive, there is nothing you cannot be. See, I hear. I hear. I hear you. Once you are alive, it's only when you are dead that your story is closed. Once you are alive, Tomorrow alone, everything can change for you. Just a day. To a him that is joined to the living, there is hope. So don't allow anybody badmouth your destiny. Say, I will get there. I will get there. I didn't hear you. Say, I will get there. Say, I will get there. Say, hope is the antiseptic of the soul. You will get there. Amen. So let you. Settled in your heart. Settle it in your heart. Can you rise up? Place your hand on your chest. Say, I will make it. I will make it. Hear me, hear me, and hear me well. An elephant doesn't need prayer to be big. An elephant don't need prayer to be big. Once the elephant eats what elephant eats, you didn't hear me. The elephant is going to be big. God created you to achieve destiny. 
And you will get there. And you will get there. You will get there. Raise up your hands. Say whatever they have done against me. In this city of Lagos. That I will not rise. I spoil the power now. Open your mouth and begin to pray the prayer. I spoil it. I will rise. I spoil it. I spoil it. I spoil it. I spoil it. Say I will not die small. Say I declare. I declare the world will hear of me. 
quickly to get ready. This is the time to change everything about your life. The time you're waiting for has come to change all the story. Get your seat ready. Get your seat ready quickly.